Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. For tax purposes, call me John. I'm Chris. I'm a mama papa coming for you. I'm Sick Jeff, not to be confused with uh, the cool kind of sick, radical, associated with skateboarding. <laughs> uh, and I'm Tepper, and I'm questioning the reality of this trunk. It's probably for the best. Uh, this week, we'll be watching Happy Gilmore, directed by Dennis Dugan, released in 1996. Bob Barker insisted on doing his own stunts, saying, Wait a minute, I know how to fight, having studied Tong Soo Do Karate for decades under Chris and Aaron Norris. Jeff brought this movie to us. Why? Uh, I just, like, I guess I should preface this by saying, normally I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. But I just, I think this is a pretty good sports movie. Like, this won't go down as one of the greats, and most sports movies are pretty formulaic, but... You know, I, I just kind of, I like how this movie, um, it just kind of hits a lot of notes for, like, a movie without spoiling it. Like, you know, it's kind of got good guy, bad guy stuff going on, and he they, they play some sports. Alright. Compelling. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Uh, so, um, yeah, I feel like I'm in the trunk for this, this movie. Um. I'm free! My... Uh, my sister particularly and my little brother too really liked, um, not even like dumb movies. Like they might, like they like movies that have a very dumb sense of humor. And I, um, was raised by my mother to be a snob and, uh, I hate this movie. I hated it every time they made me watch it when I was a kid. And I hate that I am watching it now. And, um, I'm going to be kind of a grump for this one. So get ready for that. You're going to be a real Shooter McGavin. I, please don't describe me as in-universe things. <laughs> I'm, I'm the alligator, if anything. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed one and a half Adam Sandler movies, I think, in my life. I, hadn't seen, I haven't seen this one. Uh, I thought I had maybe seen parts of it, but I think I was confusing it with Caddyshack, having recently realized that. I don't think I've seen any part of it, though I know small pieces. All right, we are now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Tepper, describe the poster, and what do you think happens? Also, let us know if you've just read the, the summary before. <laughs> uh, this is one where I haven't read the summary for before. Wiki diving for Adam Sandler movie is weird. No, I know, right? Uh, so the poster in yellow at the top says Adam Sandler has a picture of him in plaid with a red shirt. Uh, there's like black around the edges. It's like a golf, golf hole. Um, and there's a golf ball and he's holding a golf club. Uh, and then below that, it also in yellow says Happy Gilmore. And then below that, he doesn't play golf, dot, dot, dot. He destroys it, period. Um, this movie... God, I feel like like I've seen a bunch of small clips from various movies of his, but they all just kind of blend together. <laughs> um, like I don't know, like maybe this is the one where it's like uh, the, the I guess like the villain of the movie turns to him and goes like I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, and he goes like you eat pieces of shit and laughs at the guy. Maybe that's the one that this is in. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's Billy Madison. 
Is that the name of the one where he goes to I school? I believe you are correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm proving my point of, like, uh, yeah, I think I watched Billy Madison when I was, like, pretty young, but uh, other than that, I haven't really seen much in the way of Adam Sandler movies, other than, I think I watched the one where he takes his friends on a vacation, basically. God, well, Grown Ups. Oh, that's some late Adam Sandler. Oh, that's yeah. some yeah, late, that's some yeah, yeah, late yeah. stage. No, no, yeah, that's when he was, like, when I say, like, was bringing his friends on vacation, I mean, like, his actual, like, real-life friends. <laughs> Because uh, that's the common charge put against his company now is basically he sets up movies so that he can take his friends, uh, spend uh, ludicrous amounts of money. Um. So yeah, I I know very little about this movie. All right. Who do you think's the main character? Oh, definitely the golf ball. I would. I was gonna say the hole. It seems like it'll get a lot of action. Two. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like his golf club that was haunted by the ghost of. Uh. Mr. Golf, the man who created golf. <laughs> Mr. Golf. <laughs> I was going to say the inventor of golf, but I had forgotten his name. I'm glad you remembered it. Um, oh, uh, I guess like one more thing to add about this movie is generally like whenever people talk about Adam Sandler now, they will separate his late stuff like Grown Ups from his early stuff. And like Happy Gilmore tends to come up as one of his better movies. Um, it's other than it's that, the yeah. one that is least... Probably, yeah, like, it's least corrupted by dumb Adam Sandler shenanigans. Like, he does the Adam Sandler voice the least in this one, if I'm remembering correctly. (laughs) Yeah, like, I would concede that, like, as much as this movie's kind of strength is that it's just a sports movie with, yeah, some kind of dumb humor in it. Like, it also can obviously never, like, transcend that. And it never could because it's an Adam Sandler movie, but you know what I mean? We're like, this movie could never really be better than the sum of its parts. Yeah, yeah. And um, one thing I just wanted to mention, although we could also get back into this after the movie, is um, uh, when Ivan, John for tax purposes, uh, mentioned the director. And obviously we were just talking about how often Sandler works with uh, kind of the same circle of actors. Is, yeah, like I'm pretty sure almost every movie starring Adam Sandler... Except maybe like Spanglish, the one where he plays like a chef. Like, it's the same director. I don't know if it's the same writers, but probably. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Huh. Has he done anything non-Adam Sandler related? That director? Um, I was only briefly on his IMDb page, so maybe we could look it up later and fact check ourselves. But for the most part, like, the majority of his work was Sandler. Or, sorry, with Sandler. Poor soul. So, um, Tepper, to what do you think Happy Gilmore refers? Uh, the main character? Okay, just curious. It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird title. Yeah. I, I, I don't really care as much about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Hey now, gotta go in as positive with every movie. We know you've loved them all so far. I definitely don't need to be paused about every movie. According to Chris, I hate fun. That's just a known fact. It is not a known fact. I enjoy fun. I have fun. I've been seen having fun. I smiled (laughs) at a commercial once. It had a joke in it. See? I can have fun. I'm just imagining, like, you captioning your, like, Facebook photos now. Like, this is me having fun at the beach. This is me having fun while I'm in Europe. Like... (laughs) Please, guys, like, 
Look, look at all the fun I'm having. Can you spot the fun in this photo? It's there. It's me. <laughs> look at me. I'm doing the action. I'm having fun. All right. We'll see you after the film. Oh, you can count. Good for you. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Holy shit, fuck this movie. Ha! Like, I... <laughs> Can I start then by playing devil's advocate and say what, what did you like about the movie? Okay. That is very easy for me to pin down, actually, because... You can count um, them on two fingers. Well, no, no. The side characters, almost without fail, were all really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, there was basically no side characters that I did not like. The comedic timing on the side characters was really good. The humor was really good. I felt like they were all used to their, like, full potential. Yeah. Uh, even ones that I thought would be, like, one-off gags. Like, when the caddy... You know, when we see him go from, like, you know, hope, basically, like, homeless trying to get some money wipe in windshields to wearing a suit and drinking at the end with them. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, Love that guy, it. That character was fun. My, my favorite was definitely the old Asian lady at the beginning. The <laughs> movie was downhill from there. Yeah, I, she, I like yeah, the grandma she, as well. Good. Yeah, she she's a, um, she's a good character. Francis Bay, um, like on Canada's Walk of Fame from uh, Alberta. Nice. Yeah, she's the <laughs> only like primary character of value. I guess. Um, uh, what's his name? Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. No, he's. I mean, like he's a good antagon. He antagonizes well, but I was thinking of a. Uh, it's not. Is it? It's not chubby, or is it? Chubbs, Chubbs, I believe. Chubbs. Yeah. yeah, it's Carl Weathers. Yeah, it is. Uh, like he did his character pretty well, although like uh, that prosthetic fucking sucks, yes, guys. Yes. Like, yeah, just yeah. put a glove on his hand for Christ's sake. He's ho- yeah. so obviously holding a wooden hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like how much how much you could <laughs> see it, it under his shirt when he first lost it. I think that was kind of the point of that, though. Like, I, as much as it wasn't really a funny gag, I think that was what they were trying to do with the very obvious fake hand. Yeah, I'm not trying to defend yeah. it. Just yeah, that, yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah. That's they, what I saw. That's a good angle to go on. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like and like the uh, his former boss, like that was a pretty good one. Play it where like, <laughs> like when he bends the the putter, the nine iron. <laughs> just like get your facts I'm sorry, straight. Sorry, nine iron. Sorry. Oh, the Sorry. giant guy. Yeah, he was pretty Yeah. Good. Oh, um, speaking of getting facts straight, I just want to apologize to both Tepper and good. the audience for um, good. In the apologize intro. apologize to me. I said the uh, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast line. I thought that was from Billy Madison, and I remembered that incorrectly. It was from this movie. You're only one movie off. They came out right next to each other. Oh man, there's um another really good side character called Kevin Nealon is in this movie for 15 seconds as like the super into yoga golfer. Oh yeah, yeah he was he was the one who was doing like the 
negative into positive thing, yes. right? Yeah, good energy. Yeah, he's doing like the he bad so... life coach stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, so like the side characters and the grandmother were all good. Uh, I guess like McGavin was suitably douchey. Um, like he 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 plays the role of. I, I'm sure if we watched every other Adam Sandler movie, this villain would show up in most of them. The elitist golfer versus the everyman hero. Or, you know, the elitist versus the everyman. Uh, like the fucking finger guns. Oh, man, that was yeah. so good. And and him telling the joke, like, uh, he spent so much time in the sand, started calling him hassle off. And then, like, later that same guy goes, like, haha, yeah. That was funny, like, the first time you said it. <laughs> Yeah, like shooter, shooter, Chubbs and Grandma could have could have made a decent uh, movie as the primary characters, but I'd watch that um, that uh, gritty yeah. cop drama. <laughs> shooter, shooter, Chubbs and Grandma. Shooter and Chubbs almost sounds like it could be the name of a show yeah, for sure. You're a loose cannon, Grandma. <laughs> God damn it, but I get results. Keep it in the holster like Shooter does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but honestly, like, uh, yeah, like the like I would watch a movie. Like I was saying this when we were when we were watching the movie. But like I would watch a movie where it's just I want I almost wonder who you would put as the main character. But like not really like a main character, but just kind of folk like a whole bunch of like side characters. And just all the stuff they get up to on, like, a golf course. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that, that's so called So, yeah, Caddy you just want to watch Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Caddyshack, so... Add it to the list! Uh, <laughs> on there. Who's in Caddyshack? Fucking Rodney Dangerfield is in Caddyshack. I, okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen some scenes from it then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, like, I would watch a movie like that because, yeah, the side characters were likable. You know, I I wanted them to succeed in whatever they were doing. Jackass. <sighs> yeah, right, while we're yeah, still you're... on the side characters, I would. This is a movie where, like, I would kind of like to see some deleted scenes, or like we were briefly talking about something that happened in the dream sequence. I think while we were watching it. Um, but like, I'd be interested in knowing kind of like what. Um, side characters were fleshed out a little more, and then you maybe those scenes got cut. Because, uh, oh, this is the one I'm remembering, right? Um, maybe I'm just forgetting this, but did does something happen to um, Ben Stiller's character? The, like, really mean guy who works at the I don't retirement remember. home? No, we never get a, a, resol- a resolution yeah. to that subplot where he's, like, running a sweatshop for, like, homemade grandma goods, which I thought was a very charming subplot. Yeah, another movie I would like to see. Bunch of uh, old men and women outside the abusive uh why hasn't there been like a great escape but um like an old folks home well because i think about like there's not too many like old movie stars right we want to see young attractive people doing (laughs) cool stunts we don't want to see a bunch of old people like struggling to open a child-proof door can that be the expendables four or whatever number they're on (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be like 28 <laughs> just them just them yeah, escaping that's... an old folks home assault on the old folks I mean I guess that's kind <laughs> of what red is 
Um, yeah, there's an art heist movie that I'm forgetting too. That's like Morgan Freeman and Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, and um, and that was really good. And it's like it's it's like any other heist movie, but it's about like seventy year olds. <laughs> so they do like <laughs> wall repels, and they're like, "Holy shit, my legs!" <laughs> oh, it's very fun. Anyone else can get anyone else to bring up any uh, other movies that we can talk about instead of this one? Uh, the existence of, of Shooter reminded me that Flubber's a movie. That's about, that's about. I don't think I've seen a. I don't think I've seen Flubber. Oh really? Oh really? Wow. Wow, Chris, you haven't seen Flubber? Well, no. you're really missing out. No, I only great, watch great good movies. Classic film. Right up there with Patch Adams. <laughs> And Happy Gilmore. Um, huh. Yeah, I, I will admit, um, and obviously this is kind of nostalgia. It's not that like I this movie has a special place in my heart, but like I definitely remember this movie being better and having a lot less cringy scenes. Like I guess I only remembered like the two or three good jokes and then didn't remember just like how the entire time like everything just falls flat, at least to me. Like, it wasn't that they were unfunny, but, like, maybe this movie just hasn't aged well, and so many oh of those boy. scenes were like, oh my god, like, did you test this joke? Like, who who thinks that's funny? And obviously I know the answer, people who watch Adam Sandler yeah. movies. Like, definitely right now especially, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it has not aged well. Yeah. Like, the, no. Uh, no it like, not. it's only 20 years old, but it feels like it's, like, 80 years old. Yeah, the old Asian lady got a genuine laugh out of me. And then there was, like, two other extra scenes that, that I smiled for. And that was about it. Yeah, like, a lot of the ex- like a lot of the side character scenes got some pretty nice laughs out of me. But, like, in terms of the main scenes... Um, there were, like, a couple one-off lines where I was like, you are way too clever for this movie. Like, the, the crowd is very economically diverse here today. That was a good line. Uh, shame, like, it's way too clever for this movie. Uh, <laughs> um anyway, sorry, happy gilmore is a bad dude everything he does is bad we should not root for him what he does to golf is bad um shooter mcgavin is also a, a horrible asshole and so are several of the people he meets but he's bad like why do we root for him because bad like bad things happen to him because he's an asshole who beats people up like what a violent fuck it's not even just that he has anger issues. Like, if he had anger issues, like, I could look past that where it's like, haha, you know, like, you know, he's 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 a bit of a, a loose cannon in that sense. But he is just across the board an awful fucking person. Holy fuck. <laughs> I... Oh, he's horrible. Like, it's, it's weird because he grows, but, well, he doesn't, but he stops being violent for his own benefit but like it yeah, doesn't to impress, matter like, oh. yeah and it's just like the opening was probably the worst way to try to introduce a character like when she was leaving him i was like yes go yeah, you be free, free yourself <laughs> how did be how free. did you get to this situation <laughs> go now yeah yeah fly free beautiful birds <laughs> like just Oh my god! Yeah, it's she's real lucky she didn't have any other establishing scenes. She just got to get out of the movie real quick. Yeah, 
because he's just, he is an awful person going nowhere in his life. Like. Until he does go somewhere and he becomes a pro tour golf champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even, even getting up to that point, he's still like, I still want to play hockey. It's like, you dumb dance motherfucker. You are a horrible hockey player. <laughs> You're a, a bad golfer too, but at least yeah, at yeah. least you are like a freak, so you can do this. <laughs> also, it's like uh, horrible, horrible um, on your uh, Bechtel test. <laughs> bad, bad women do not do well in this movie. Also, um, people who are differently abled uh, ridicule <laughs> consistently from beginning to end. Like, it is very... Uh, it's very 20 years ago and like yeah. I, I definitely didn't notice those things 15 or 12 years ago or whenever the last time I watched this movie was you didn't appreciate how woman was treated I thought she There's... was well developed hey there are the three types of women in this movie grandma um, ex-girlfriend girlfriend and grandma uh. well and his mom his mom left him oh, oh right. yeah she she, yeah. she was <laughs> even quicker at getting out of the movie yeah yeah, she also flew free. <laughs> smart, smart call. She went to Egypt, where there's no golf, or where there's no hockey or golf. I bet they golf in Egypt. So many sand traps. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be a killjoy, and you know, be like, oh well, this movie's problematic, therefore I can't enjoy it. But this movie's just not funny, <laughs> in like, in in like an overall sense, like. Like I don't, that I don't find the Adam Sandler business very funny. Yeah, like it's just, um, yeah, like like I said, like I'm willing to overlook stuff that, like you know, like I'm not the most politically correct person or whatever, you know, like whatever. Not not all, not everybody is, and I'm willing to overlook stuff like that if the overall package is good. But this movie is so bad, and it's extra, like it, it's made worse by the existence of. Like, haha, look, this person is disabled and has no hand. Like, Well, it's also one thing to fuck. overlook things like that as a product of the time. But this is only 20 years ago. And it's, pro like Chris was saying, it's definitely a movie that looks like it was 60 years ago or 80. Like, they they fail, fall way flatter than just uh, 20 years. Yeah, and like, I guess, so as like a disclaimer... I don't like cringy humor. I absolutely hate it. Like, there's some, like, shows and movies that I just can't watch because I don't like cringy humor at all. It is, like, just... I, I, I dislike... So, like, you know, keep that in mind when talking about this movie because this movie is loaded on cringy humor, which is another reason why I probably abhor its existence. Um, also just on cringe. <laughs> not even just cringy humor. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, so that the movie would have to be funny in order to be called humor. Um, you are now my woman. Yeah. <laughs> that that relationship is one of the worst movie romances <laughs> I think I have ever seen. It's very hamfisted. Like it's really just shoved into the movie for no reason. Like this could, this could just be about golf. She should have just been the woman. Like she should have just always been his girlfriend, and then it was just like, by the way, I work in golf and never thought to mention it. <laughs> that would have been better. 
than him winning the girl. If he just already somehow had her. When I was talking about this movie being, like, the generic sports plot, I really did mean, like, um, again, I didn't mean that in a good or bad way. I literally just mean, like, yeah, this yeah. movie, it, again, in in the same way that, do you know what I mean, if I told you, like, by one definition, you could call this a good movie because it ticks a lot of boxes. Like, the, the plot is linear, he gets the girl, he wins the thing, the bad guy loses. Like, it does all that, the but obviously minimum. then, yeah. in the end, <laughs> no, basically Karate Kid. I'm not saying it's a good movie because it does those things well, but I'm just saying, like, by definition of a movie, like, it resolved its plots. But again, (laughs) they're they're super generic. It's a sports plot with, you know, some romance subplot and his grandma's house. Bare minimum. It is a movie. It is a movie. That is a point of print. Throw that shit on the fucking box. It is a movie. Uh, but yeah, John, it, you brought up Karate Kid. Yeah. Can I blow your goddamn mind? Sure. Um, I think this is the first time we've had this in uh, uh, Never in the Story. Uh, Frances Bay, the grandma, played woman with dog in Karate Kid. The woman oh. with dog? Yep. Crossover. The shared Happy Gilmore Karate Kid universe. Is that like at the very beginning when they're leaving New York? God, I couldn't tell you. But... So, so like, the thing is, is, like, like, Jeff, you were saying, like, yeah, it's a sports movie. And, like, I went in, like, expecting that structure, but at the same time, it does such an exceptionally poor job, especially when it comes to the romance part. Like, someone needs to send, like, like a note to this director going, like, do you know what developing characters is? Did you know that women can talk about things other than men? <laughs> like, just... Like, why this woman is a professional PR person, probably with a stable career, Uh, she probably went to school, has a degree, she's probably got it mostly made in life. Why the fuck would she in a million years fall in love with this fucking disgusting, (laughs) crude, underdeveloped fucking man-child who probably didn't even pass high school, has no aspirations beyond hey, one that is professional hockey player. so <laughs> clearly out of his fucking reach and is delusional on top of it, well, it's... who also has horrible temper problems. Well, he also doesn't want to improve. Like, you gotta drag him... Like, Chubbs had to drag him into being a golfer. Like, no one did that for him with hockey. It's not like he's... Like, he practices hockey, but he only practices the shit he's good at. If he learned to skate and dealt with his fucking anger issues, he probably would be a pretty good hockey player. And and you see, and like, and and that's where I don't, I like bad characters. Like, like good bad characters, if you understand what I mean. Like, I like, so like, like a great example of this probably in modern comedy is Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman is an awful person who has a whole host of issues and psychological baggage that he has to deal with. But the story is framed in such a way that it doesn't make apologies for Bojack being a shitty person, if you know what I mean. And we see Bojack struggle and seek to overcome being a shitty person, sometimes succeeding, a lot of the times not succeeding, and having to deal with the fact that, yeah, he's a shitty person. 
This movie is like the exact opposite of that. Like, he is just an awful person with no redeemable features. I think you're setting the bar, like, way too high. Okay. Like, knowing that when we all signed up for this, the movie said Adam Sandler on it. <laughs> yeah. I have standards, all right? Not once we're done with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to turn that into a pun. Like, I have standlers, but... Uh, uh, cue laugh track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you know like this is the height of the adam sandler movie though like it's probably the best ed- executed one like you get an adam sandler you get all adam sandler's friends then you add some good like cameos from capable actors um you wrap it all up with a romance plot that doesn't land quite right and uh you make a hundred million dollars or whatever yeah, i was gonna say and you yeah you add one woman Plus one woman, um, <laughs> add ham-fisted romance, and go. Put it in the bowl and mix. Then put in oven, uh, 350 for 20 minutes. Like, this one's on the space station, and we're trying to save the old arcade from shutting down. Like, besides the grandma and the ex, she was the only woman with a speaking role, right? Um... Yes. The old age... Holy wait, sorry, did you shit. say the old age woman? Because she said, like, one thing. Okay, I didn't mention the old age woman. You you got me there. There we go. Oh, and the woman that he kills, she got a line. Oh, yeah, oh, no, because yeah. he also... He hits a woman with his car, and she has a line. Oh, okay, so two right. women. Right, yeah, yeah. Two, two, <laughs> we... Come on, this movie's not too bad. There are two extra women in it that he murders that both get speaking roles. And I mean, like... Again, like, I, I don't think that that's... That is not the cardinal sin of this movie. <laughs> no, I was just like, curious. No, it's like, one of many. I Like, like I am willing to... Like, if a movie doesn't quite have, like, a great female... Like, as long as that's not the point of the movie, if you understand what I mean. Like, the point of the movie is this guy going and doing sports. Uh, so, like, I don't mind that, like, okay, yeah, there's not a lot of great speaking roles for women. And they probably, most of them, dodged a bullet by not being in this movie anyway. Um, the issue is it's just awful and the main romance which can be criticized for the fact that it's just handled so absolutely poorly like yeah it's basically like I don't date golfers what if you did date golfers okay I'm gonna not date you okay what if I manipulated it into a date and I got you yeah. to say that you love me and also I will never stop if you miss this this shot I will never leave you alone ever <laughs> and she like, makes the shot like yeah. she wins the bet and then, like, opts into going on a, like, basically a second date. Like, woman, you had a chance for freedom. The cage door was open. All you needed to do was but fly out. you don't out. understand. Not a single man has ever interacted with her before. Outside of business. Just. How else was oh she supposed God. to react when a man talked to her? So... Jail count. <laughs> I believe the final count was 12. Jesus. Yeah, we counted basically all the times uh, Adam Sandler uh, commits an assault felony in this film. From pushing his caddy over a young boy to, like, just punching people, assaulting Bob Barker. I mean, yeah, because even though he lost that fight, he still started it, so Bob Barker could probably get away with self-defense. Yeah. Price is right bitch or whatever he said i can't remember well, like that's kind of like the one like 
line that people remember from this movie where like if you were to say like oh did abby gilmore have any cultural impact people remember that but i think that's way yeah. more because of the wow factor of oh bob barker showed up in the movie not that like oh adam sandler fought bob barker like literally all that is bob barker yeah so like speaking just just as a side speaking of like cultural impacts i forgot to mention this in the opening but the one thing about adam sandler movies is like growing up uh like in elementary school and everything uh, Adam Sandler like movies were quoted extensively by kids because you know we were young and like those movies were edgy and funny when we were like ten. Yep. Um, and you know what? It worked. Like, and it people like yeah. I remember like people were excited for Adam Sandler movies. Like we'd quote like people would quote. I think was he in Grandma's Boy? No. Is that one of his movies? That was somebody something else. Okay, I believe ignore, ignore the that. main character in Grandma's Boy is the dude who played the um, uh, homeless man in this movie. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so, like, Adam Sandler movies were, like, quoted pretty, like, extensively when, like, speaking of comedy alongside, you know, like, Family Guy and The Simpsons and a little bit of South Park. Uh, but, like not many people would be like, hey, you want to sit down and watch an Adam Sandler movie? Or, like, what's the great, you know, remember that great scene in that Adam Sandler movie? Like, usually it's just quotations. Anyway, just as a side of, like, my experience with his uh, great and exceptional cultural impact upon the world. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just remembered there was one that I did want to watch sometimes, and my my sister and brother did not want to watch, and that was Little Nicky. <laughs> Oh yeah, little Nikki. Yeah, there's there's like a couple. There's like one or two scenes from that. That uh, that was another one. My friend, we would quote like the uh, when they they spin the record backwards, and it was like I want to consume the blood of the innocent or something like that. I just liked it because it was about the devil, probably. <laughs> it was a lot more like out there. I know nothing about it. Like be I think that movie, because it was like supposed to be weird kind of had a lot more room to like try different stuff whereas happy gilmore again was obviously trying to be a sports movie um yeah. so john what if this movie uh basically except uh, uh happy gilmore is the son of satan with like superpowers it would explain a lot yeah also a talking dog mm -hmm. also same uh best friend like the the caddy is also in that as the sidekick He's, I think, in all the movies as a sidekick, or, or, or you know, most of them. Yeah, um, I believe our um, product placement reached. Nine? Were you counting individual instances of Subway, or is that, or Subway only one? I, uh, how would I say? So like, yes and no. I wasn't like I was kind of making up the rules on the fly when I was counting, because <laughs> like. Yeah, so, like, his shirt, for example, I wasn't counted. Like, once he put on the shirt, I was like, okay, Adam Sandler, Subway. So, I didn't count that more than once. But, like, the caddy, when his hat showed up, yeah, I counted that. Well, Pepsi and uh, Subway are the whole way through the movie. Yeah, the Pepsi Max sign. Because, um, like, five of them alone are probably Subway, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, five of them are Subway easily and then the rest are like pepsi i mean there was also golf there was some golf names that might be right real. I don't yes you know yes i think they were I all real that. because there are like anyone who seemed like that character would be a celebrity and wasn't a recognizable like actor um almost all of those were golfers yeah 
Uh, but yes, I did count one, uh, the brand name on his uh, golf club. On his hockey putter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I hate this fucking movie. <laughs> Those were the two main lists, right? We, we didn't really have anything other than uh, assaults and... Yeah, I wasn't counting. Yeah, I wasn't counting anything else. I mean, we're up to like what? What was the list of women in the movie? Like four? Uh, no. Uh, like, there's X Asian lady. Oh, right. Cause sorry, I wasn't thinking uh, about the X. Dead grandma or whatever. Yep. Grandma. Yeah. And the lady, the woman in his dream. Oh, oh, there's a the woman um... in his. Wait, which dream? Like the happy place? Cause that was just. That was just the woman. Oh, are we are we talking about like speaking rules only? There's there's a woman that registers him for one of the tournaments. Oh yeah, she did. Right, have a, yeah, she did yeah. have a line. Six women with speaking oh. roles. Oh right, AT and T was the other uh, product placement. Oh, you know who else gets some good business is the Zamboni man. Zamboni. He man, stays around he? to watch them though, eh? Yeah, of course he does. And he sings along. Yeah, there was like I, I believe, like we remarked, there was like two or three scenes saved by really good extra characters. I wouldn't call that scene saved; it ended strong. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't leave such a bitter taste. Yeah, in that was a really bad it scene. Over. It had a strong. It had a oh, strong landing. You are correct. Yeah. Thanks to the Zamboni man. Yeah, Pepsi Max was mentioned. Diet Pepsi. God, he was corporate horroring right at the beginning of his career. Really impressive. I mean, that's just how movies work. Uh, yeah, but he's known to be extra horrible. Like Jack and Jill, where they spent, like, one of the main plot lines of the movie is a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Which also has one of the worst Robert De Niro I mean, lines of all he time. Did, he neither directed or nor wrote this particular movie, so... I don't yeah. imagine he would decided on how much advertisement or how much companies were going to pay him. Yeah, this is this is where he learned how great that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay. I'll forgive him for this one. This made uh, forty million. This can't have costed more than like ten million dollars to make. This movie was just like people walking around a golf course. Yeah, there were actually. You know what? I will say some of the tracking shots that followed golf balls were actually pretty well edited. Yeah. Yeah, the cinematography yeah. wasn't bad in this. Also, the sets when they did um, the mini putt scene were pretty good. I was like, those are cool mini putt things that I'm pretty sure they built for this. Yeah, yeah, probably the best like camera stuff was like when they were doing the uh, the like elaborate bounce shots for like um, when he did the uh, earthquake, whatever one. Like that was cool to watch. Uh, also, yeah, like the final shot of the game was good yeah where he he wins through mini putt mini golf yeah uh but like i also like yeah i really enjoy shots like that just in general so that was really cool to see i like that um if nobody else has anything else to say i fear we'll talk about the soundtrack yeah we could jump into that (laughs) uh chris how did you describe it again uh it really it really reminded me of like um, some CD that I bought for $12 when I was in 7th or 8th grade from Zellers in Alston, Ontario. <laughs> like, or, or like Radio Shack, when Radio Shack still existed. Like, yeah. something called, like, Just just Rock Hits, or, like, I remember I had a Mustang 20, or Mustang 50th anniversary CD that was, like, 
Elton John and fucking um, Radar Love and shit like that. That that that's what this kind of felt like. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, because that was like basically my thing as well. Is like this just sounds like they just shoved a bunch of rock like classic rock songs into a movie. Yeah, it's actually it kind it spoke to me because that is the extent of my musical knowledge is a bunch of rock songs I had in in high school. Right, the type of the type of songs you might play at a hockey game, the CD. Yeah, or you'd hear on the radio or. But no, 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 because only like the low budget ones. Because like, if you go to a hockey game, they'll they'll have some like you know some ACDC and like a Crazy Train license, and you'll just hear some like cool riffs. This had ACDC, but, like, they... I think. He wore the shirt. He he was wearing an ACDC shirt. I, we would have to actually look up like if there is a soundtrack to this movie and what's on it. Because, yeah, the thing that got me about it is that the songs just, even though, yeah, they were generally just hit rock songs, probably from, you know, the decade before the movie came out, but, like, they didn't really share a tone. And obviously, it's yeah. not like this movie is very consistent or very inconsistent in tone. In a lot of ways, again, this movie just kind of is. Uh, so, like, you know, and they played a love song once or twice. Um, I guess they're... I don't really recall there ever being much original score stuff. There'd be a few times when he'd be, like, lining up for a shot, and they'd go to, like, slow-mo, and they'd play some little, like, orchestral thing, but that was probably just sampled. I doubt, like, that was recorded for the movie. I'm going to open up the Spotify playlist for Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers' missing arm is the same one that is shot off in Predator. <laughs> that's a nice touch. Uh, no ACDC. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, yeah. Well, it is all over the place. House of Pain. Uh, fucking Wooly Bully. Of course, Green Onions. Green Onions has probably been in hundreds of goddamn yeah. movies. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a simple, catchy riff. Yeah, it just... Yeah, it just had... Yeah, like, I agree with you, Jeff. It just had no tonal cohesion. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh my god, anything. <laughs> anything with this? Ah. So, grown-ups, there was a really funny joke where Adam Sandler... <laughs> Please. <laughs> Are there any characters from this movie that made it on like your, any of your guys' lists? Uh, we'll get to the list in a moment. No. Uh, um... Yeah, so it's, hmm. Uh, I guess if I really wanted to do, like, a deep analysis of this movie, like, if somebody told me, like, write an essay on it, I could probably write a decent essay on, like, the class conflict within this movie. Like, the old, stuffy, upright sport of golf gets invaded by the unwashed masses, and then the reactionaries and the upper golf elitists, uh use subversive tactics in order to try to force the pro- proletariat uh, members of <laughs> out of it. You, you know, like, I was just off the top of my head, but, yeah. Those those people were awful, and they should not have been allowed to do what they are doing. The pol- From yeah. Happy to all his fans, like, there's a lot of interference. That shouting guy should have been removed, yeah, too. Yeah, very much like, so. Yeah. The, the police are non-existent. Security let a car get onto a yeah. golf course. Yeah. And then when after that car ran someone over and ran into like a piece of structure, they didn't remove no. the car. It was a it was a it was a load bearing car at that point. 
Oh, the rules of golf are clear. It doesn't matter what the fuck happens, play it as it lies. Yeah, as we learned, that is the only rule of golf, is play it as it lies. And, um... Yeah, because I I couldn't feel sympathy for him when the hired guy was disrupting his golf game, because I was like, your your fans were doing the exact same thing to, to Shooter. So, like, you kind of deserve this. Yeah, yeah, his oh, fans were about, oh. his fans were awful, which isn't surprising because he is. Now, John, they represent the working man. Yeah, the working man sucks. Come fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Downloadable zebras against the proletariat. You heard it here first. We are for uh, the one percent. Yeah, we are reactionaries. Down with communism. Up with the liberal order. Uh. <laughs> um, neoliberals to our bones. So yeah, downloadable. Sequence. We all we all talked more or less about our favorite characters. Uh, anyone, any favorite prop or scene, or I mean, the least least favorite is pretty obvious. I like I like that um, Carl Weathers carries around the eye of that alligator with him everywhere to show people. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> it's like here's his eye. I pulled it up with my bare hands. Uh, like yeah, I, that's so I, cool briefly uh did play golf for a few summers and like especially people my age and even some older guys at the golf clubs would you know every once in a while jokingly talk about hitting the ball like happy more so in the putting sense like no one can actually run a a golf ball and hit it like that and it probably wouldn't really help you add much distance but like i've seen some people who like actually really choke up on their putter and like actually putt like that just kind of a thought, like, again, kind of of the cultural impact of this movie. And again, people would probably be doing that even if it wasn't in this movie. But, like, hey, when the main character of you... Come to think of it, how many movies are there really about golf? Eh, there's a handful. Like, I know there's a Shia LaBeouf one. But, like, if you're gonna make sports movies, they typically... Like, there's no Air Bud golf movie. There's an Airbud for no like everything else. There's no rule that says there can't be an Airbud golf. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you mean is there isn't one yet. Uh, Space Space Jam's a golf movie. Yep. It's That's also true. a baseball movie. If we're just looking at like, oh, like what golf movies can you look at that have influenced like how popular culture thinks about golf? Like the the only couple I can think of are like Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore, which are both very kind of like. Um, satirical takes on golf yeah you don't get many just like drama golf uh sports movies what's the will smith one independence day yep nailed it <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <Arvin. laughs> you gotta sink this next putt in order to in order to take down the mothership gotta get me one of these Putters. Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Green. <laughs> uh Yeah, best scene. Like a lot of the side character scenes were really good. Just trying to think of which one is my favorite. Yeah, mine's definitely the second half of the uh ex-girlfriend leaving. The first half's pretty bad, but it gets real saved. Um, I think mine is when we see inside the um, old folks' home, and you get to see Ben Stiller's like racket. Mm. That was fun. I was that was enjoyable and didn't have Adam Sandler in it for like forty five yeah. seconds. That was a good one. I kind of li- I like the life coach. 
guy. Oh, Kevin Nealon, yeah. Yeah, Hell he yeah. was fun. Yeah, he was good. I liked him. And with our powers combined, we have a 40-second good film. Very disjoint. I mean, I would watch the... I would watch, like, the cut on YouTube that's, like, Happy Gilmore without Happy Gilmore and just, like, the five minutes of side <laughs> characters. That would be interesting to see. Or, like, you know, kind of one of those, like, shit posts where it's, like, Happy Gilmore but without the golf. So, again, it's just, like, literally every scene where they aren't on a golf course. But, again, that might... There's... You're gonna get some good and bad with that. Kill me. Kill me. Kill me before I watch another Adam Sandler movie, Tepper's Tops. <laughs> here we are. Happy to be done. Now we're here. It's Tepper's Tops. Fuck this movie. <laughs> All right. So, Tepper, where do you want to put this movie? Oh, I will put this movie... If you put it above Bedknobs and Broomsticks, we're going to have to have words. I will put this movie below Neverending Story. Wow. Ooh. What you going to do about it? You did hate Bedknobs and Broomsticks. For no reason. Oh, oh I, 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 I gave you's my witch reason. you is, and I'm going to stab you. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Tepper, you know what we're going to do about it. We're going to put you back in the trunk and make you watch another movie next week. No! No! Anything but the trunk! You'll, you only get to come out when you admit how good a movie uh, Bed Nubs and Broomsticks is. Well, then I'm going to be getting comfortable in this trunk. Good, that's you what we you... to get you to do. Yeah. You'll never break Jump me. Mm, I feel like we might. Um... <laughs> Never. All right, coming in at number 14, Happy Gilmore. Um, All right. Then the villain, Shooter. Shooter. Was it Shooter Mc... Shooter McGavin. McGavin. He, he rises above the film better than some. Yeah. Like, he, he plays the role of a sports villain exactly how he should. Um... I think I'll put him, because, yeah, he's actually pretty good at what he does, at being a villain. Um, I think I'll put him below Biff, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's, that's where Ooh. I was going to put him, right above Dumb Computer in the number eight slot. That's, yeah. that's a big, that's pretty good, all right. Yeah, because, cause, like, I think, because, like, Walker was whatever. Uh, Beetlejuice was obviously, like, awful. I hated Beetlejuice, just in general. And, like, Van Pelt was their, like, opposition, but he wasn't... Like, same with, like, Childcatcher and Grimark, like, uh, and the Mischief Nazis. Whereas, like, this guy, like, he, he takes a central role in being an antagonist towards Gilmore. And, like, goes as far as buying his grandma's house just to try to force... Like, that was, that was a pretty dick move, man. But, like, respect. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. Do that. Uh, no business dads, I don't think. I don't think we so. Had a, we had a very yeah. rapidly deceased hockey dad. And I don't think the mom was really a business. You mean the grandma? Dad. No, no, like his mom. Well, and she was in the movie even less than, than the dead dad, so. Yeah, yeah. Fair, still, still could count. Fair. 
If she uh, if she had gone to Egypt for business, that would have been a pretty strong business dad. Yeah, yeah. So I'll but say she just no she went for that. not hockey. That's all we know. Uh, who dies first? Definitely putting in Happy Gilmore. Oh, really? Happy? Well, he's immature enough to be. Yeah, we don't really putting in Happy Gilmore. Like, there's there's that kid at the batting range. Oh yeah, I like that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that scene. Yeah, that was actually a decent scene. Oh, well, I guess there's also his first um, caddy. Yeah, I I think let's let's put in Happy. Yeah, he's a little old for it, but Chris is right. He's definitely mature enough. I mean, we've got what's her name in here too. Lilu. Uh, she's yeah. on. We've established she's, she's only the three days old. <sighs> she may be a full-grown Mila Jovovich to you, but her race ages differently, <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it okay. This is like the opposite of Japanese logic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking. I was like, "Oh my god." Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, and I was also thinking about doing a placement change. <gasps> Ooh. From the other movies. What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking about putting Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think in the number one spot. Whoa. Whoa. Unprecedented. So, allow me to explain. Um, I've been thinking a bunch about, like, the like ever, ever so often in the past, uh, you know, few weeks, I've been thinking about, uh, like, well, since we watched that movie, I've been thinking about it, and uh, I find myself, like, upon, like, reflection and, and everything, liking it more and more, and also the fact that it stuck with me usually says a lot like whenever a piece of media whenever like after i'm done watching it i still think about it you know days or weeks afterwards that usually signals to me that like yeah i probably like that there's something about it that is um that has gotten my attention about it and whereas like back to the future like i watched it it was a good movie it was well put together right you know it was cool and but like I, it just kind of disappeared right same with like fifth element and same with like jumanji whereas like yeah ferris bueller's day off like you know honestly i've been like thinking about it like it's got some really cool layers to it of story and allegory or or, uh like not like allegory but like yeah i just i just find myself yeah thinking about it more and more and, and liking it more and more as i think about it and so i think yeah in the number one spot it goes neat yeah crazy i'll allow it <laughs> and so the list is complete for now bed knobs and broomsticks in last place where it just belongs <laughs> it's so wrong and fairies Bueller's day off in the number one spot much less wrong <laughs> i wonder if you guys can find a movie worse than bed knobs and broomsticks oh 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 uh, yeah we haven't tried yet it's real we we really can't like warriors of virtue was the closest to me being like this is this is gonna be right at the bottom <laughs> we can do worse <laughs> like like i just remembered a couple weeks ago that blue lagoon was a movie get get ready guys. <laughs> what is blue lagoon about we i can't tell you because we're gonna watch it for this shit 
All right, all right. Can you give me like a? Don't do it. He feeds on on movie synopses. <laughs> Sounds like it's got water in it. They sustain him. Um, as far as I know, it's a made-for-TV movie, and it's one of those like this is deep and 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 about feelings, but kids can handle it sort of things. Mm, that sounds pretty horrible. It is. Feelings are the worst, and kids are even worse than feelings. Mm-hmm. What a horrible combination. Well, all we watch now is Adam Sandler movies, so it'll be a while till we get to that. We've got to get through that one where he raises a kid. Yeah, we should just watch his whole his whole film his whole filmography. We just need to watch every single movie he's ever made. So something I just learned very recently is that there are four Dragonheart movies. What I thought there was just one. Nope. I need to go consume the plot synopses for this. So even worse, probably. So the. So the second one came out in 2000, four years after the first. Okay. The third one came out in 2015, and there was a newer one in 2017 that doesn't claim to be the fourth one. Oh, man. They get some good voices for dragons, though. Uh, Ben Kingsley and Patrick Stewart. Oh, shit. No. Wow. To be fair, I don't know if those are the dragons, but I imagine they are. They fucking better be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Ben Kingsley knighted? Just because I, I know I like to be semantic, and it's Sir Patrick Stewart. But I don't know about Ben Kingsley. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, he is knighted. I just figured, because he played Gandhi in one of the Gandhi movies, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, in the, in the literal movie called Gandhi. Um. So, shall we talk about movies other than Happy Gilmore? <laughs> Not on this podcast. This is... Welcome back to the Happy Gilmore cast. Oh my god. We're rebranding. We're all about uh, Adam Sandler movies now. Uh, yeah, so I think yeah, I'm I'm out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we stretched this far longer than we needed to. It's a bad movie. It has four good things. See if you can remember them all. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess we need to arbitrarily rate it. Um, I'm going to give this movie 12 visits to prison over par. All right, I'll give this movie one Bob Barker beat down out of uh, two alligator eyes. I give this one bad movie out of one. <laughs> A perfect score. Uh, I would have to give this movie the worst romance out of uh, ghostly heaven Abraham Lincoln Uh, with that I've been your host Ivan I'm Chris I'm Jeff and I'm Tepper you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com and a special thanks to 8bit jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description 